Okay, welcome back to Benchon Talks Shit. I'm your host, Desiree Pace, founder of Benchon.com. And today's question, I want to dive into how to stop self-sabotage in its tracks. So I love this question because I think that we can all relate to self-sabotage in various different degrees. And we all have our own unique and individual way in which we sabotage. So really, I think that the biggest issue is that when people try to, and myself included, stop self-sabotages, we just try to stop doing the thing that we're doing that doesn't make us feel so great about ourselves or so empowered about ourselves. So we just try to stop the action. And anytime that we've tried to stop the action or stop a habit, it doesn't usually go our way because it's not just about changing the action, but changing or looking at or investigating or healing the actual thing or thought or feeling that is driving us to take that action or not take that action. So when we are looking at self-sabotage, I got really interested in this because I had a lot of self-sabotage behaviors that I was engaging with that were really throwing me off track and really derailing me in many different ways. And a lot of them had to do with self-sabotage towards my body and towards, you know, just how I was treating myself. A lot of times it would happen when things were going really well and then I would sabotage so you know after years and years and years of dealing with this and going through this and not really finding any relief from saying I'm never going to do that again which I know so many of us can relate to I got really curious I was just like what is actually happening here and I started reading a lot of books the first book that I read was Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza which is a fantastic book. It will open your eyes up to a lot of information. There's a very information-heavy book on actually the scientific basis of why we do the things that we do in terms of our hormonal cascades that happen when we engage in certain patterns and how we're actually chemically addicted to certain things and not just like a chemical chemical, but our hormones are biochemicals. So we actually become dependent and addicted to certain hormonal cascades that happen when we engage in certain patterns because every feeling we have, and we look down to it from basic biochemistry, it's a chemical in our body. So like dopamine, serotonin, adrenaline, cortisol, all of these, for example. So when I started reading this book by Joe Dispenza, it really started to make sense. Like, oh, I'm actually, I've been wired because I've done this so many times. I'm wired to reach for that feeling because I want to feel a certain way. So it really was Joe Dispenza's book combined with understanding a lot about meditation and learning all of that over the years. And all of this really started, and, and I read a bunch of other books like The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, which talks a lot about our upper limit and why we sabotage when things are going really well, especially. So essentially taking it back to a more simplified version of what's happening in this conversation between me and you and all of us is that whenever we look at something like self-sabotage, the word self is in the front. So we want to look at ourselves. This whole word consciousness, bringing consciousness into our lives is really because we want to have consciousness, it means awareness. And even just, you know, that word has just gotten so fluffy over the years. And even when I say it, it makes me you know, feel a type of way. But it's really the truth. We want to bring consciousness to ourselves, self-sabotage, self conscious self you know whatever we put self in front of so when we talk about self-sabotage we're looking at the self part first which is 
really about getting to know ourselves, right? And it's really boils down to like, I know who I am. I know what my strengths are. I know what my weaknesses are. I know what my stories are. I know what my paradigms are. I know what patterns I'm up against. And a lot of us just don't even have that. We don't even take the time to get to know ourselves in that way where we're really starting to investigate, like, who am I? And and why do I do the things that I do? And why am I doing this? And somebody once explained it to me like a domino effect. And this person had a particular habit that they were trying to work with and they they were like trying to stop the habit and they realized that stopping the habit wasn't working, being like, oh, I'm never going to do that again. It wasn't working. They were like, oh, you know what? Actually, I realize it's like a domino. When you hit that first domino, what the actual habit is, is the last domino that falls down. So I want to get curious about what that first domino is and what's the first trigger, essentially. And that person was like, oh, whenever I get stressed out about money, then I always engage in this habit. And I was like, wow, that's so interesting to hear it that way because it invited me to look at my habits. And then I started to have so many realizations like, oh, when I get stressed about this, then I engage in that. And they were so specific. Certain habits were specific to certain thoughts and feelings that I had about myself or about situations. And it really just boiled down to not feeling good enough. And then I would engage in a certain habit that would solidify that story into reality and my own reality, not in the real reality, because we're all good enough. It just is really about seeing that for ourselves. But, you know, I would sabotage and then I would really lock it in like, oh, see, you know, I don't feel good about myself. So when we talk about self-sabotage, I think that the reason that so many of us can't stop it in its tracks like we want to because we don't know where the train is going or where how it's going. Do you know what I mean? So when we actually look at the stories about, okay, why am I doing this? And then we can start to go, wait a second, actually, no, I am good enough or you know what, this or that. And we can start to actually have a conversation with ourselves before we engage in the pattern. And I remember I used to have a really big, just to, you know, everything has always made sense more with stories. And I used to pick at my skin a lot. And whenever I would feel insecure about something or I would get triggered by something, I would go and pick at my skin. And at first, I didn't realize that that was the connection that I would feel X, Y, and Z. I would go and do it. It just was a habit. I was I was picked my skin and that was the thing. And then when I started to think about the domino effect situation, I was like, oh, let me look at like, what is that feeling that I have right before I go and pick up my skin? And I started to get really curious about that. It wasn't because I realized that I said that so many times, I'm never going to do that again. And I always did it again. And that made me feel even worse about myself because I wasn't keeping my word. And so I started to get really curious about this domino effect and it started to connect the dots where I was like, oh, every time that I feel insecure about X, Y, and Z, I go and I attack myself. So then over time, I would be able to look in the mirror and be like, do you really want to do this right now? Because if you do this, you're going to feel this way. And do you really want to do that right now? And just having that ability to 
take a beat and to really just take a moment and be like, do you want to do this? And maybe the answer was yes. And maybe you're like, I'm just going to go to town right now. And then a lot of times if you give yourself the space to even ask the question, because it's not about stopping the self-sabotage in its tracks. It's about getting curious about why we're self-sabotaging and then being able to have a conversation with ourselves before we engage in the habit. And when I really started to also understand that a lot of this was chemical based, like, oh, I'm trying to feel a type of way. And I'm trying to reach for this thing consciously and unconsciously to feel a type of way. Then I was like, maybe I can do something else. Maybe I can go for a walk. Maybe I can call a friend. Maybe I can do something. And then in 20 minutes, if I still feel like doing this, I'm going to revisit this. That's also a trick that I learned over the years. That's if you kind of have this like sneaky conversation with your subconscious mind where it's like, you know what, we're not going to do this right now, but if you want to do this in two hours, go for it. You know, obviously, if it we're really struggling with something, I've been in therapy my whole life and I always suggest to people to get the help that we need and the support that we need. So, you know, really first step to anything is really making sure you have that support. For, for certain habits, it's really like, like for me, I was like, if I want to pick my skin later tonight, great, I'm allowed to. And giving myself that permission to obviously for more serious habits we want to definitely you know have the support in that and and really work with that but that was just also another little trick that I taught myself was really just sort of kind of giving myself permission to do it at another time and I found that it usually lessened the desire to do it as well so taking all of this and wrapping it up into how to stop self-sabotage in its tracks number one consciousness. We need to know what our story is and why we're reaching for that habit of self-sabotage. I would highly recommend to read The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks and also Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza. These two books together are really helpful in understanding ourselves and just bringing the consciousness to ourselves. And once we also bring consciousness to ourselves, it's like nothing's good or nothing's bad, right? Because we all have stories, we all have patterns and we all have programming and we all have paradigms. So I feel like so many of us have tried to do something or take the action and we don't get our subconscious mind on board. We don't get our habits on board. We don't get our beliefs about ourselves on board. And that's why, you know, I love Vention Course because the course that I teach every month, because it really works on your habits and your mindset and our deeper patterns and our programming and we spend the entire month working on that so when we're making changes it's not just like oh, i'm gonna do this and then i don't do it and then i feel bad it's really about day by day taking small steps towards the changes that we're trying to make so that's step number one so just you know bringing the consciousness to it and starting to take note of what is leading me to self-sabotage what is the feeling that i'm having what is the thought that i'm having what don't i feel worthy of that i'm you know sending myself to sabotage you know a lot of times people will sabotage work because they don't feel good enough to receive the success they're receiving sometimes we sabotage relationships because we don't feel like worthy of love we just try to sabotage for all sorts of reasons it's really kind of not something that we can always really understand because we're all so unique and we all have our stories and our patterns but when we can just really bring that awareness to it so that's step one step two is really to just be easy on yourself and to try not to say i'm never going to do that again because it's really an obviously 
if it's more serious patterns, we really want to do our best and get the support that we need. But also to just remember that when we say something like, I'm never going to do that again, it puts a lot of pressure on ourselves to, you know, it's really about like, okay, maybe instead of I'm never going to do that again, to really just be like, okay, when that feeling comes up and I want to sabotage, I'm committed to being curious about this. I'm committed to really just checking in and seeing what's going on. And then from there, you have more flexibility of like, if I want to do this or not. And it's really just how we work with our subconscious mind when we're changing patterns and behaviors. Because you have to remember that our patterns and our habits are so deep. Most of the programming that we have, the stuff that's in our subconscious mind was developed between the ages of zero to seven. Actually, you know, we can really also say that it was developed in the womb uh, when we were in our mother's womb because of the gray matter of the spinal column and the brain was forming. And that's where your subconscious mind and our neurons are. So, you know, all of it is really forming from a very, very young age. And so when we're older and more progressed in life, it's really kind of like fucking annoying because we have to go back and undo all that programming that we never even wanted some of it to begin with. So that's really what we're up against. And that's why, you know, meditating daily, journaling, all these things that are very helpful because they allow us to go in and change the actual stories and programming that's in our subconscious mind because what is in our subconscious mind? Our subconscious mind is 97% of our mind, which is massive. What is in our subconscious mind is driving our consciousness our conscious mind. So it's like you can consciously say, I want a relationship. But if you have some beliefs in your subconscious mind that's I'm not worthy of love, then it's two mixed signals happening. So and then we go and sabotage things that we consciously want. So go check out those books that I recommended. And as always, Benchon course every month, we are working on programming new stories, new beliefs, new views about ourselves and the world into our minds through meditation, through auto suggestions, through the accountability aspect, through doing the thing, through making the changes, through taking the leaps of faith. So I hope this was helpful. You know, it's, it's a really big topic. I wish I had just one magic trick that you can just stop self-sabotage. In, in its tracks. But really, you want to do the deeper work where you really can start to stop those behaviors. And it's really about knowing why we do those behaviors to begin with. So if you enjoy this episode, share it with a friend. I'm sure lots of people also have the same question. And I hope this was helpful for you. And it's a larger conversation, but this was really just a touching point on it. And so remember that domino effect example and try to see where those dominoes are in your life and where the first domino is and figure out how you can start to take care of yourself in those moments when those domino effects starting. So for one just last example, you know, when I was dealing with the skin picking, um, I realized that the self-sabotage was because I didn't feel good enough or worthy enough. And then I would go pick my skin and then I said, okay, well, what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to do a facial massage or I'm just going to get out of the mirror because I noticed that a lot of it was from just getting in the mirror and looking in. So I was like, okay, here's my point of pivot where I'm going to, instead of doing this, I'm going to do this. So find your points of pivot where you can do something else instead. All right. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I will see you all next time on Ben Shun Talks Shit.